guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We're the fandom. We are the excited conversations we have with our friends about the nerdy things we all love and geek about. We are the Hype Attack. I am the hype! Have you checked your bottles? Uh-oh. That was for you, baby. <laughs> and I have to follow that? <laughs> Ride the wave. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hype Attack. Uh, welcome to the new listeners and welcome to the old listeners. Um, we're we're going to get into uh, some, some uh, powers in this episode. So uh, buckle your seatbelts and get ready. But... Before we do get into powers, uh, Doug is here, Isaac is here, Rudy's here. Yo, buongiorno. Hi. We are all here, excited and ready to get this episode going. Clickety click. I'm uh, buckled in, baby. <laughs> before we get into this episode, uh, how did you guys nerd out this uh, past weekend? I played board games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had some friends over. We played uh, Dominion, which is a, kind of an older deck builder game. Uh I like it because I was talking to my friend about how a lot of these games have multiple paths to victory, which mm-hmm. is which is fun for like if you've been playing the game a lot. For, but a game like Dominion, it's kind of easier to teach to people because like there's one way to win victory points. And then we played Isle of Cats, which is a fun, cute game where you're rescuing cats and it's kind of Tetris and you got to fit them on the boats. Um, and then I watched a musical, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, which is great great movie if you've ever seen it and it's classic, fun as a classic. live action or live theater it. and stuff feed me yeah yeah good stuff i think doug is our most well-rounded nerd oh yeah of yeah. the group <laughs> maverick theater uh i didn't see it at the maverick oh, this okay. was in la Habra at oh that's right yeah oh i forgot the name of the theater but uh speaking of maverick kong is coming up Ooh. i think they're doing auditions right now for kong so if you guys want to see king kong uh they mm. i did i saw it last year they did such a great awesome fun job with it so i saw a uh, clue with you last year at the maverick theater and they right they yeah. are so clever in like the stage design if yeah. ever you guys get a chance the maverick theater is located in fullerton, fullerton. downtown yeah fun anyway how, how'd you nerd thanks doug i saw transformers rise of the beasts uh very much a popcorn movie i liked it definitely go see it you have to see it in theaters. The things I liked about it, it had three Peters in it. Dinklage, Davidson, and of course, Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus, Optimus Prime. It just, mm, nostalgia, it just scratches that itch to hear his voice saying, Autobots, roll out. And hey, I do it terribly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and all the supporting cat, you know, like there's always the human storyline and they, it felt a little shoehorned in. Also, did you guys know that it was set in like the 90s? Uh, yeah, because they Did you? show yeah, the Twin Towers and the, uh, the <laughs> that's the giveaway now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it, the, the era of it played a character, if you will. Uh, I enjoy that aspect of it. Uh, all the actors, Bon Perlman is in it, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Crystal Fernandez, that you might know as, as Danny and uh, Ted Lasso. He was a fun oh. character. Uh, the thing that, things I didn't like about it, like, like, like it definitely. Such a filthy mouth. It, Transformers is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it, like Bumblebee. Are you sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> like you guys all seen Bumblebee, right? I have, and, I have yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. You're done with this. I have a follow up. Go ahead. Okay, uh, Bumblebee. Like it made it. It brought the Transformers back into this like serious, uh, like heartwarming, heartfelt. The connection between the humans and uh, and the Autobots. Um, and this tried to do it, and it 
and it did. And the moments that it, it set it up and it did, it like it fell short with like cheesy dialogue. You know what I mean? It's uh, you, you'll have to check it out. But for the most part, a fun popcorn movie. The action, the action this time wasn't like all over the place. It like was, I was going to ask, could could you see it? You, yes, you know what was going that was on. My problem who was with, punching who? That is stuff. exactly what my problem was with all of the other minus Bumblebee. Well, all the other it was the Michael Bay uh, uh, Transformers movies. Is that it was all over the place. There was nothing that was choreographed. Well, I want to say Bumblebee is when they actually added more color to them all. Like Optimus Prime was back. I mean, Optimus Prime always had color, but it was like that blue and red flame. Mm-hmm. I want to say Bumblebee is when they brought him back to like he was red and like blue legs, and like Bumblebee was very much yellow. I guess he always was, but I think just adding more color distinctiveness mm-hmm. made it easier to follow who was punching who. and the camera wasn't shaking like as if was they were there up there robotic, each other's was there any robotic balls yeah oh yeah. my it's god not that's a no movie. no but balls. you know what but speaking of that uh <laughs> I, I always find it weird when i see any of the transformers with like a mustache or glasses mm-hmm. or an aviator's hat weird but other than that the action was choreographed uh and it was so fucking badass the chase scenes uh the fight scenes are super cool. Um, if, oh, what was I? What am I missing? I blanked out on something. But anyways, go, go check out Transformers: Rise of the Beast. I heard there was like right. a surprise ending or something. Yeah, like no spoilers. I, no spoilers. I know no spoilers fuck, fuck at all. Fuck off. There's no end credit scene. There's a mid credit scene, okay. and they set something up that I find pretty interesting and excited to see in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I'm gonna. That's all I have to say about that. Please let it be a G.I. Joe versus Transformers crossover. Well, Rudy, let's talk about Rudy that. next to you. Oh, man. Back There's to you. Or, uh, oh, you had a right quick now. before. Before, yeah, before we move on. Um, as someone who's fallen off the Transformers franchise, mm-hmm. like, I don't think I see the the, the last night. Without I, haven't, I haven't seen it. And I haven't seen Bumblebee. Would you recommend this movie? You know, just push all the movies aside and just jump back in for this one? Or push all but Bumblebee, Bumblebee aside. Bumblebee, you gotta watch it's Bumblebee. A, it's, it's, uh, it's not necessarily a direct sequel. Like, you had to have watched it, but it's referenced because that one was set in the in the early 90s um, with, uh, speaking of Across the Universe, um, oh my God. Yeah. Haley Stein, Stein, Steinfeld? Steinfeld? Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's referenced, not heavily, but it is sort of like, it's this, it's kind of like, it feels like a soft reboot with, Bumblebee, and if you haven't watched Bumblebee, I mean, would you recommend Bumblebee just by itself? I would one hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent recommend right. Bumblebee. It was I like do. a requel, but these were prequels, so it's like a re prequel. I do love. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Scream Six, where they try to. I do love the new it. Optimus Prime uh, design. Yeah, it's basic. It's back Better to the basics. Than the original. Back yeah. to the basics. Don't well, fuck the original with the original movie, movie one, but. Hold on, Doug went in on that one. And, and they haven't even started drinking yet. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember uh, no when they, be when they were talking episode. about um, Transformers, when they were go- going to actually make the first movie, that they said that they actually tried to make them look like the original uh, cartoon version of the mm. Transformers. But they said it just didn't look right in the uh, cinematic universe. I don't think they fucking tried. I don't think they trusted the audience to, to even give that a give that a go. Yeah, because that was that was back, you know, when uh, I think they were just shy to to go with those kind of that mm-hmm. look, right? Yep. But as we've learned, I think people are okay with it all. Yes, because I'm still waiting for like X Men to actually look like X Men. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for that day. Before we move on to Rudy, if you've not written the Transformers ride at Universal Studios, it's one of my favorite fucking rides at that place. <laughs> so fucking good. Really? Yeah. I, I wrote it. I've written it a couple times, and it was just like 
it's those seizure warnings that they gave me before, like rides like that, that was just was warranted. <laughs> like, I, like I came out a little, 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 little like okay. See, but now we know why Isaac doctor. is the way he is. Well, really, really on to you. What did you now? Did you near this past week? He rides that edge. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, once again, I've, work has been kicking my ass. Mm. Though I did indulge my wife's geeky side. She's a nerd for music, so I did see Avenged Sevenfold live at the Kia Forum. Along with um, my wife. Yes. Yeah. Thank you uh, for taking it for the night. <laughs> it was, no, it was, uh, it was a good show. Their, their new album was fucking, is so far removed from what they've done previously. And I dig it. Like, I, all the earlier stuff, like, you know, screaming into the mic. It's like, <laughs> like, I can take that or leave that. Did they cover something recently? They had a cover, like a really. They, like a few years ago, they covered Malagueña Salerosa. Is that no shit? A really traditional Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Robert Rodriguez's band. Uh, yes. did that. Um, El Chingon. Yeah, <laughs> super cool song. Featured at the uh, end of Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. But so that was fun. Okay. Jermaine. So I finally. Uh, <laughs> He's dancing over there. <laughs> he was waiting for it. Oh no, because I was just getting in my head. Uh, I, I I finally watched uh, Avatar. The James Cameron, what is it? The Way of Water. Oh, yes, yeah. oh, I yeah. watched that. I'm it was so behind oh, Disney Plus, baby. Yeah. But uh, tell us, tell us, man. If you like the first one, you're gonna love this one. I'm I'm an Avatar fan. You know, the the blue one and the the one with the arrow. Did you see the, the yeah. superior one? Sorry, <laughs> Ubisoft <laughs> did their big game thing, and one of them was a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like Avatar that, Frontiers. Yeah, of, and uh, there's like flying Pandora. And, yeah, yeah, it's really, really. It good. looks pretty good. It was looks there a good. lot of unobtainium falling, falling <laughs> you know, oh my god, shooting around? No, and uh, they did have another stereotypes for all the tribes. Ridiculous uh, <laughs> plot point of 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 some some item that the humans wanted to get in this too, but um, this one really showed once again the humans. Being an asshole, and you're like, damn, I want all of them dead right now. But story-wise, it was cool because you got to experience another side of Pandora. You know, of, of course, it's called Way of Water. So you get to see, like, the Water Tribe and all this stuff and and how they function and, and all that stuff. And then you get the, the uh, oh, what are they called again? The Navi. na- Navis. So how... Uh, they're they're um they're trying to escape and they go to this water tribe to hide out but they um they become like a part of this new family and everything mm. but man the action the uh special effects the cgi they did nail that that uh water cgi all True. that stuff looked good that's the one thing uh james Cam- cameron has been ranting and raving about is like the CGI and everything in that. I'm like, all movies need to look in the like this. in the in the first one. The way that they did the the water CGI was just dry to water, mm-hmm. so they made it motions as if they were underwater. Mm-hmm. He's like, now we're gonna go full in, yeah, and had everyone mm-hmm. submerged the entire filming yeah. all underwater. Kate, um, Mayor of Easttown, Titanic. Oh my god, Winslet. Uh, Winslet. Thank Winslet, you very yeah. much. Uh, she was one that could hold her breath the longest. Mm-hmm. I think at like. I want to say eight minutes, maybe. That's insane Fuck. to me. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. I'm at like Fucking, 15 seconds. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I, I mean, I was yeah, born with small lungs and I have asthma, but I mean, <laughs> I 
put, put my head in the tub and fucking two Beautiful. seconds later, I'm like, ah, 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 ah. did you did you have a problem with like the 60 frames per second? No, no, no. Oh, I was no. just about to say because yeah. it wasn't all in like I sat in the theater and only parts of it were at that higher frame yeah. rate. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the first time it, it flipped over, it flipped. I was yeah. like, whoa, but. I got used to it right away and I could see why they did it. Cause I'm not normally a fan of watching movies or anything mm-hmm, at 60 mm-hmm. frames, but it, it worked. It, I just remember seeing it and just like, this is so real. If it wasn't so alien, yeah, 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 yeah. like I would just mm. be like, this is, this is real. Exactly. But because it was alien it enough, it was like, real. okay, this isn't real. It's not, but like, man, it was And the action. Oh, the, the I was mechs, a, the yeah. mechs and all that stuff Dude. in there. Like it's just uh phenomenal. And there's a, there's a moment that happens in the end, which I can't say, but I was like, I can't believe this. Yeah, that pissed me off. <laughs> that pissed me off. I was like, uh, it was. Mm-mm. I was like, this is happening right now. I was mm-hmm. like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. But because he's making a four and a five, mm-hmm. uh, half believe- of four. I think by the time of them finishing two, half mm-hmm. of four was already completed. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of disappointed I didn't go watch it in the theater after I saw oh. it, which I did want to, but. Y- you know, it was just that time constraint you, stuff with we don't with life and all that stuff going on. But I, I finally saw it on man. Disney Plus, and it was fuck real life. A okay, so <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate it here. Seriously, IRL can go to hell. Mm. <laughs> and the, a shirt is born. The Earl. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys want to dive into this uh, powers episode? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man, it's, I'm fucking champing at the bit here. Of- yeah. Bringing everything down. <laughs> I have the power of awkwardness. <laughs> oh, there you go. Did it. That's for sure. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So who wants to kick this bad boy off? Yeah, who wants to I dive mean, I think in? We need to start with, I mean, the most basic nerd question ever is what superpowers would you guys like to have? Okay. So let's refine it, though. One power? Is there any limit to it? Middle powers. I mean, Jesus Christ! I, I didn't think I would have a power. Have, no, no yeah. just one Let's power. Go basic. A power. <laughs> okay. One power. Like if you, I would have the power the to have all powers. Oh, oh, it's so clever, yeah, suckers! Sorry, we can cut my that one. Annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have talked over it. Hit it with me one more time. <laughs> no, no. Um, all right, <laughs> one power <laughs> that would you like that you would like to have? Teleportation. I hate traveling. I hate the journey. You know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Fuck you. I want to just get to a place and get and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So I've, I've carpooled. So I'm not done. I've carpooled people and it's fine. Rudy, you're a great driver. I have no problems with any of your driving, nor my wife. I have to have no problems. I have to have no problem. No problems. Fuck all the way off. <laughs> I have no problems. What was my complaint? Off. I zero problems. First of all, now you have zero problems, but in private, off the air, you want to have all the problems. Like you break a little hard at times. Like I had a little bit of car sickness, but that was fine. So travel, I would, I, you know, mm-hmm. teleportation, mm-hmm. just being like, man, that'd be fantastic. My legs would be completely useless, but, you know, that'd be <laughs> fucking cool. So I was going to wait to the end, but you brought it up because I was going to say teleportation also. Mm-hmm. But so for those of you that don't know, I have a degree in anthropology. I never did anything with it, but cultural differences and stuff still fascinates me. And I was very curious. I did a little Googling. I couldn't, like, really find what I was looking for, but I'm, I'm really curious if different cultures or geographical location or you know socio-political socioeconomic positions would alter someone's um 
answer. desire for power mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we live in Southern California. So my answer as well is teleportation because traveling sucks in Southern California or the flash of speeds of powers just to get somewhere. Yeah, better. exactly. And you know, I, and we're not talking like powers to like become a hero necessarily, but just powers in general. Yeah. Don't jump ahead. Teleportation would, I mean, the only thing I saw, like someone broke down the, but I mean, it was some random site. I don't even think they were related to nerd stuff, but they had asked the question and a good portion of the country was teleportation or flight or invincibility or something like that. It was mm. it was like two really generic answers. But again, I don't know who they're asking. You know, if you're asking any person on the street, they, they probably have five powers in their head versus like you ask nerds and it's like, I got a hundred to go through. <laughs> Let me pick the one I want. But and we are those nerds that we're going to go through every single hundred of them. But yeah, so I, I am curious if any if anyone's out there in sociology major or an anthropology major and you're looking for a thesis there it is, is figure out if there's a cultural uh, factor in determining what kind of superpowers someone would like. Oh, yeah. Like if it, Doug yeah, flexing there's anybody out there from, you know, <laughs> anywhere else than America, let us know what your ability would be. Yeah. Anyway, so mine was teleportation. Teleportation. Mine was teleportation. What? Rudolfo? Rudy? Well, goddamn. Everyone took teleportation. Okay, Jermaine. Uh, you went with oh, no, no, California. I'm telling you. I'm just getting on traffic. <laughs> You know, you, the other one good one would be mag- Magneto's power. With, with, with your regular... If you had Magneto's power, you could just toss cars out of your way. I mean, that's an Magneto's power would be cool, but, but I have to go for Professor X's telepathy. Like, I just... Uh, I like having me able to I read know, I don't minds you with and, that power. and influence minds. And, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. We're getting weird. We are getting weird. Like, it just... It, it makes my nipples hard thinking about it. Like... <laughs> You would, I'm, I'm you would you wake right up now. in the middle of the night like with sweats and just like what the fuck, Doug? Because <laughs> I'm, you know, Rudy oh and I live in the God. same house and like, <laughs> oh man, you don't want to read my mind. No, like I, I'd wake up and, and be like, fuck, I'm so thirsty and I'm like I don't want to get up. Doug just walk in with a glass of water. Thank you, Doug. That's true, yeah, because he could push. He could push power. Oh, but he's gonna walk in like ass naked though. <laughs> stop stop adding bonuses to it, man. <laughs> I'm already sold. You just said get water. You didn't tell me to stop what I was doing. <laughs> it's happening. Helicopters in, helicopters out. <laughs> oh, he's going to teleport in. Hey, <laughs> superpower, dick copter. Oh, you want to uh, you wanna mess with people's minds, Bill? Oh man, you evil honestly, bastard! Honestly, if you had that ability, I would have to dead you. <laughs> <laughs> unalive, I would be unalive. You would think, fierce. yeah, that's not good. Oh no, Malcolm X is still sponsoring us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh you basic bitches. Anyway, what what would your power be? Yeah, honestly, no lie to me. My fantasy has always been. Oh, uh, hold on, I like mm-hmm. I like space stuff. <laughs> Rudy, get out of my head. <laughs> There's multiple ways to get in your head, Jermaine. <laughs> I Sp- do space I, stuff. Expand. I do like like space and the cosmos. I've always been fascinated with those characters that who can survive in space, like Silver Surfer, or let's say like Superman. Miss Marvel. You know, or any Captain Marvel, sorry. Green Lantern. Ooh, yeah, like Guardians Green Lantern, but 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 Yellow like. Lantern. But that can Not legit survive survive out there without having like the dark stars. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, no, keep going. Star Lord, but just for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I would just like to honestly like explore the cosmos and just see what's out there. Like just to be able to travel 
Like I would leave Earth. Bye. GTFO. Bye, bitches. I'm out. And I would okay. just literally go explore everything. Like if I could go into a black hole and survive, I would do all that shit. Like like I, I would just go to the deepest, darkest, furthest space, jump to you know an, another galaxy, but mm-hmm. like explore Man. everything that I could. If I could survive in space. I fucking love it. That's awesome. My answer was like, I want to teleport to the bar and back. <laughs> no. Like, no. That was, that, that was no. Like, I was going to say, that, that's cool. your baby. Like, no, that's, that's, that's completely cool. But isn't that like an extension of teleportation? No. No. It's like, I mean, it's like how you space. do it. It's oh, okay. just, it's just how, how you travel. Like I said, you know, there's, you know, there's. Green Lantern can survive in space, but he needs his ring. You know, mm. you have these, these, these beings that could survive like the Silver Surfer. But it's because he has the power cosmic. Like, if I could have the power cosmic, like, if that was my one ability, oh, my God. Like, I'm gone. <laughs> to, like, to I'm, I'm, I'm not here at all. <laughs> to Rudy's point, like, imagine, like, oh, I can teleport anywhere. And, like, I'll go to Mars. And you just forget that yeah. you can't survive. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up with, like, the four other people that just got the powers. Like, oh, oh. Looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to see a three-titted woman. <laughs> you guys are all up there like Wally Coyote. You guys can't talk, so you guys are fucking riding. We're, we're fucking Yikes. done. Yeah. Trying to teleport Fuck. elsewhere. Teleport us back. Air. You know, I would want the teleportation powers like uh, five. Or is it five in uh, Umbrella Academy? Because he also doubles as being able to uh, travel through time. So, uh-huh. boom. Fuckers. Well, yeah, time travel one. would be. Mm, I was if I could honestly see how everything began and 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 see how everything ends. Like that's been like thing that's just in my mind. Like I would just love to see like the creation of the cosmos. Like if I could just be there and just see it all happen, and and also <laughs> how everything ends. Watch I the would, heat death of the universe. I would, I would love it. I didn't account for this all. <laughs> but I would still survive. Yeah, I, I can't mess with time travel, man. It's so complicated. Like I don't want to like warp back in time and like accidentally <laughs> uncreate Jesus Christ. And <laughs> one of the more interesting comments I've read recently, probably on a meme, uh, you know, that's where we get our stuff uh, about time travel was everyone everyone worries about t- traveling back in time and altering the present. But no one lives their current life worried about altering the future. Like, ooh, you know, like every decision you make that was now. A d- degree also, in anthropology, head. <laughs> yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah, alters the future. So, yeah, don't step on a butterfly or something. Yeah, please don't. Put Homer Simpson the fuck out of that. <laughs> Just start smashing everything when he goes back down and give him the fuck. Time traveling toaster. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite uh, time travel like? movie that you felt was, like oh dude. that 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 feels like a correct way to deal with time travel let's make that a small tangent because that can be an, oh, an no, no, entire no, no. topic oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, i'm not saying was like, expand i just said a a movie or, or or a thing that hit it that you was like that's how time travel works in my head just in a nutshell there's like multiple types of time travel there's like the time loop there's the alternate timeline there's like the everything had to happen what's that movie uh, that show dark the german show with mads mickelson that one was real brain fucky it's like everything had to happen mm-hmm. um the, you know uh, i think back to the future kind of touches on on two types of time travel the one where like it has to happen also the one where you create an alternate alternate timeline back to the future too which is weird they, yeah. they changed up what kind of time travel that they're 
they're using. So it depends on what you're talking about. Uh, I kind of no, like, I'm just saying for you, what 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 specific movie, comic, or anything that 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 time travel? You're like that's how I think it would work. Back to the Future too, creating uh, alternative timelines, and I guess uh, the uh, what the fuck uh, uh, Avengers? When did they time yeah. travel? In, uh, in, uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. So the yeah. whole idea of like alt- creating alternate timelines. I love because fuck stepping Looper. on a butterfly. You just make it whatever the fuck you want. The, the one I really liked was Looper. Come get me, time variants. Oh, Looper. Or TMA. Looper, Looper, so, Looper was so good. Dude, Looper was good. I loved it. I, I kind of didn't like going back to uh, Endgame hmm. where, no, not Endgame, but the Loki series where they, where Loki's kind of like, they're explaining the, the variants and all the, you know, the branching. And all Sacred timeline. And he mm-hmm. goes, well, why the fuck didn't the Avengers get, you know, plucked for fucking with the timeline? And they're just like, they're supposed to do that. Like. That seems I mean, kind of like, like a kind of like a cop out. It, it is, but I I, I kind of liked it though too because they recognize like time travel is a thing, and sometimes it has to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's still mm-hmm. weird because that's still mm-hmm. two time like like there's what like a, the a little points. bulge a little bulge in the uh, mm-hmm. speed bump in the timeline. Yeah, they, isn't that how they measured it? Like <clears throat> by the severity of the of yeah. variation. Yeah, because they in in and again we're going on completely off topic, but <laughs> in the Avengers they made sure to return stuff back to its original timeline too, as so as to not fuck up and create a, a deviation. Yeah, or else the TVA would have then stepped in and fucked the shit up. <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's get back to power. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, everyone else got the answer for for me? Time travel, the the thing oh. they got it right, or yeah, at yeah, least the yeah, way yeah. I I like it. Doctor Who. Ooh. Because uh, they don't really get too deep into the mechanics of it. He's mm-hmm. just able to fucking go here and go there and do stuff here and go there. And every once in a while, they'll, they'll be like, okay, well, we can't change this. This is a fixed point in time. Yeah, there's, they have to kind of maneuver around it. you know. But that's just you know, writing and stuff. Like, yeah, right, I do Hill. like um, that idea of like the fixed points or the canon points that were in Spider-Verse or something like that. Like, that, like if you're going to write a bigger story about time travel like mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that like that idea of like no 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 this has to happen we can't you can't fuck with that speaking but, of that yeah so the across the spider-verse had the the canon events which was which was stuff that has to happen and then in um what if with dr strange is trying to go back and change everything it there was the fixed points which were things that needed to that were going to happen yeah no matter what he did yeah uh, also guy pierce in um time travel time traveler that was pretty cool Oh yeah, or yeah, time machine, time machine. Yeah, yeah, that that one was cool. I was gonna say I don't know if I can really think of one off the top of my head. So that many. I did it right, but I will say I do appreciate that they use time travel to explain the reboot of the Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams movies. Ooh. I thought that was kind of a fun way to do yeah. it. But anyway, superpowers, superpowers. I mean, time travel is one of them. So <laughs> I got into that. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have another question? I mean, I have plenty, but... Oh, you can dive into one of your questions. I got a question. Okay. If you were to have a superpower, would you feel the need to be a hero? To just be a regular civilian with cool abilities? Would you tell anybody? Or would you go bad? That's... I mean, that's a really good question. My question was going to be, what powers would you need to become a hero or something like that? So Mm. it works together. Because if I had teleportation, not going to be a hero with that. That's literally going to be... I'm going to go to the bar... Nightcrawler? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nightcrawler is a Bam. great example. And like a lot of the video games I play have 
that kind of blink ability, that quick yeah. quick teleportation, which so certainly... just don't blink into a wall. Jumper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jumper, he was a... They were kind of like, you know, to heroes. But... <sighs> it was a weird movie. I think... It, yeah, it's been a while. Was that Hayden Christensen? Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Sam Jackson. I liked the concept, but it kind of went off the rails a little bit. Yeah, it did. Um, kind of like us. I like it. I like it again. <laughs> I don't... I mean, you Sorry, know, I, I've thought about this a lot. Like, what powers would I need... And I know it's I know it's lame, but the idea of directly trying to stop crime or something like that—that's obviously going to be like I, I need to be invincible and like super strength and everything. But part of me is like I don't know, like turning invisible or super speed, where you can just like get evidence or video and turn it in <laughs> for like proper prosecution. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that could help out a lot. Or I mean, the real thing that would help out a lot with crime would be uh, Bruce Wayne's power in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm rich. I mean, that's, that's probably the best way you can stop crime. But, uh, um, yeah. Anyway, you guys, you asked the question, you asked the question. So therefore I, I thought you already had your answer. With my power of teleportation. I, I, okay. Even unless I had like, that's where these canon events come in, right? You have to have your origin story. It's like, I'm going to fight for the greater good of people. I don't know. I lived 33 years of life and I'm like, Fuck everybody. I'm going to do shit for myself. I might turn into a villain. I have 90% chance we'll turn into a villain unless I had some like origin story. Well, but, I, yeah. I love that they touched on that in Spider-Verse. Um, and I purposely didn't bring it up during that episode because I knew we were going to be talking about powers Ooh, here. Do tell. Um, with the spot. And he touched on like, you know, he couldn't get a job now. He, he looks like that. And mm-hmm. so he had no money coming in. He almost had to go become a villain. And you, you know, you see him at the beginning of that movie, uh, spoiler alert, robbing an ATM. That's ah, in the trailers. He's <laughs> robbing an ATM. And, and he, and he tells miles this, like, you know, or tells Spider-Man this, like, you know, I, I couldn't get a job. I had to go do this. And I, so I think about that a lot too. Like, even if you had powers, like we, we live in, you know, Southern California, you still got to pay rent and it's mm-hmm. a shit ton. So it's like, I don't even know if you could find time to be a hero. But to quote Harvey Dent, you either die the bad guy. What's the line? <laughs> you die a hero or live the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. villain. I did yeah. it for comedic purposes, guys. I knew it. Oh, oh it's so clever. Yes. Oh, you're trash, bro. <laughs> Hon- uh, honestly, for me, Don't you dare. if I had a, to, to, to be a, a hero, mm. I, would, I would have to pull the uh like vampire or werewolf card mm. that? I would, hmm? how do you mean like if i was going he to go out there to do it like a cup like one night a month <laughs> <laughs> if i were going to go out there to fight crime mm-hmm. and and i mean legit like put myself in danger mm. i would need for me anyways it's either you're immortal and you can heal yourself you know, because you're going to get damaged regardless. Shot to shit or yeah, whatever the case Stabbed, may be. Kicked, punched. But it's one of those things like. It's all in the mind. I I feel like if I was a vampire, I had the vampire abilities, you know, the, the speed, the healing factor. Sparkling and then I skin. could just Seduction. rip your arm right off of mm. your body. Like almost like Hancock. Like I would just go out there and I'd be <laughs> like, you fucking puny humans. But I would just. I would need to have that type of ability for for like me to go out there and like legit risk my life to 
save somebody or, you know, stop this thing from happening. Kind of begs a question then. It's like, well, how much do you care about society where you're like, well, I'm not going to get hurt. But if I am invincible and invulnerable, then I guess I'll go and, and help out. Like, where is the sacrifice in that other than your time? You're asking, like, is Superman actually a hero? Bingo, bango. He picked up on the clues. Yeah. Is uh-huh. he really a hero? What yeah. is he sacrificing? His free time. Yeah, his free time, basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Super speed. Get it done, bitch. <laughs> See, you can hear me. Is it coming with, with, with all these powers, though, would you be a street level hero or would you be like one of those worldwide? Oh, no, I'll be global. worldwide phenomenal. I've been tackling <laughs> all the global issues. Yeah. Let me tell you this if I was doing all that, I would have a contract with Nike. I would have my own TV show, my own serial. So, well, that's why I like how, like, the boys and I say, think a few other right here. off, uh, you know, non DC and non Marvel comics yeah. have touched on that idea of like sponsorships and stuff because mm-hmm. you, you'd almost yeah. have to at a certain point. And, and everybody I mean, would let's know. Let's face it, the corporations would, would love it. But to Rudy's point, that is a good question. Also, what kind of crime? Would you go after? I'm telling you right now, littering. I don't care what powers I have, man. I would just patrol the parks, and it's like there's a trash can right there, mother. You know, I'm like hovering, laser eyes, burning. Oh, I thought we were still focusing <laughs> on you having teleportation powers, <laughs> or just teleportation, like pull up right up. Trash cans right there, motherfucker. Oh, those I people that don't him. pick up their dog poops. <laughs> I went a little extreme. Oh, pick oh, up their dog poops. Have you guys ever watched any of the cart narcs, uh, yeah. cart narc videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. where he, the guy roams uh like supermarket parking lots and if they don't put their, their <laughs> oh, car yeah. back in the <laughs> there, yeah there, there's a good one in, in the corral he like he harasses them and yeah. like how can we get some take it over oh my god i would yeah. just standing oh, outside uh, my store I, just be like put because i do cart believe, in the corral because i do believe that's the guy that's on that woody show that's in the morning <laughs> yeah he's from one mm-hmm. of the, the the radio stations. I'm also thinking like someone that doesn't use turn signals i would just teleport <laughs> into the past yeah, <laughs> like oh this nice car doesn't have a turn signal <laughs> Teleport out. Just hit the eBay. You would be like one of the twins. Like he would be one of the twins from the Matrix. He would just leave his car like. Oh yeah. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many times I've wanted telekinesis just so I could like someone's driving like an asshole. I just like you know take control of their steering wheel and just yank it to one side and just watch them go flipping off down yeah, the freeway. Would also See, Rudy, Rudy would be, I would have to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think through, all, what are we, eight, eight, nine episodes in, Jermaine has always proven to be like the fucking good guy. God damn it. But what pieces of shit? No, but it's weird. You. But it's weird because, <laughs> because <laughs> I always like the villains, but I would be Because you're hero. looking for a nemesis. Mm. <laughs> the only person who handle me is me. <laughs> Exception. Put your dick away. Is that why you cried into the mirror a lot when you lived here? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you won't. Uh, I uh. Or Rudy, did you have an answer for? Uh, I think my my power, my the one that I I would like to have, like telepathy. I think that would be a pretty good, like Swiss Army knife of, of things that I could mm-hmm. go out and, and fight crime with, and like you know make myself appear invisible to like you just you know erase yourself from people's consciousness like because if they don't perceive you how are they going to hit you like mm-hmm. you, you stop crime like someone's trying to do something like you don't want to do that like oh, you don't want to sound gonna ask, were you, were you going to be like nice and be like don't do that or like be fucked up and like like if they're punching someone, make them like halfway through, make them think that they're punching their own mom or something like that, or like a baby, just really fuck with their heads and like never put it back, and they just live their their criminal lives like yeah. thinking they punched a baby to death. 
that's fucking awesome. Man. I never went down that path, but I feel degree. like I should oh, there's, there's so much fun like to really explore powers. I, off topic, I always thought about ice powers, right? People that control ice, and, and they always show these guys like making icicles, blah, blah, blah. Here's my thought. The human body is mostly water. Mm-hmm. You can walk in and just freeze everyone's brains in a room. <laughs> they would just drop dead. Oh, like, yeah. I've always wanted to see a character walked in, and, you know, and, and they got ice powers, right? So they got to have that cold attitude, ice cold. Um, ice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just walk in a room and, like, yeah. snap their fingers or something, and just people just drop dead. <laughs> Again, three out of four of the hype attackers are <laughs> villains for fucking sure. I mean, they could be a hero. They, they can walk no, no. into, like, the, the mob meeting or something, like, I, hey, guys, and then just... <laughs> I love the ambiguity of antihero, though. You said it earlier, antihero, like Deadpool, where you get to, you get to actually unalive some people, like with Batman and this whole code and like you know, no killing. Oh man, but they're gonna still do their thing. You gotta kill some people here and there. The litterers, the people <laughs> don't turn their fucking blinkers on. People don't pick up their dog poops. Oh, death taggers. <laughs> people that pay in their checks. Oh, I, I. For exact change. I'm an electrician for or a contractor for the city of Anaheim. And so all the lights outside Disneyland are my things to take care of. And man, some of those lights, I'll, I'll fix them. And then mm-hmm. just the next night, some tourist or drunk homeless or someone just goes, goes through and kicks them all. Like that, I wouldn't need to patrol the whole world. I would just patrol Harbor Boom, or Catella. Yeah. Just yeah. teleport <clears throat> them up a uh, hundred <laughs> feet in the air or something. You like kicking lights? Do you Fall guys, on one or some, something stupid. I'd, I'd be horrible with catchphrases. Who's your... <laughs> Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, do, I do have to say, uh, <laughs> whenever Bill and I fix lights now, we were like, oh, you got that bright. <laughs> it's working. Jermaine. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say. Oh, no, I was just going to ask. We were dumbly interrupted. So, <laughs> love you. That we can get... Like in a a, a, a a gauge of everybody's, you know, like powers or, or, or heroes, I should say. Who is everybody's favorite character with their favorite power? Nightcrawler. He but but he was just inherently good. You know, he's a sweet hearted guy. Mm-hmm. And even though he looked the way that he looked and people mm-hmm. hated him and shunned him for it. He like still found the good in people's hearts and like, mm. oh, that's nice. I still would have fucking <laughs> people with your powers, man. Yeah, they don't they don't deserve Kurt Wagner. <laughs> but in the circus, they called him the Nightcrawler. Um, I don't know if I mean, like I said, I'd, I'd want teleportation, but again, that's just because I live in Southern California. I don't know if there was actually ever a hero um, that had those teleportation powers that I was like, oh, I like this mm. guy. Like I said, a lot of video games have that kind of blink ability, the mage in World of Warcraft, which pretty much the only reason I ever even want to play a mage is because mm. I think blink is fun. Um, but as far as just favorite heroes, I mean, like I've said before, I really like Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And just that idea of being able to create anything that your mind comes of. I mean, I would be hitting villains with so much giant dildos. <laughs> um, <laughs> just constantly. <laughs> Just so they can go back to their little villains there. Go back to the Legion of Doom and just be like, yep, dildo slapped again. <laughs> Imprint on the cheeks or something. They're all in that room with a dick print on their forehead. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no, here comes the out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have another question, though. So what world 
would you be in with these powers? It would be in the X-Men world, it'd be in the DC world, Marvel world, the boys world. Because uh, oh, uh, there's a show on Netflix called Extraordinary where it's a world where absolutely every single person has a superpower to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have one, you're just weird. So like what hmm. world? What is that? Rachel's in the bathroom. Oh, oh, she's taking a fan. shower. She, the water's running. How many times we bring up the strangle? Hey, strangled? babe. <laughs> hey, babe. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you can barely make out when you guys are talking in here. In there. Mm-hmm. Oh. You, water here is like like you can't. It's not distinct. Toronto's dick. It sounds like the principal from Charlie Brown. Yeah, you perceive noise. That's all. All right, all right. Uh, okay. So my question to you guys, though, is in what world would you want these powers? You want? Would you live in the X-Men world, the DC world? Uh, well, the X-Men world would also be like the Marvel world, but it could be its own like isolated universe, the boys world. I was just watching a show on Hulu called Extraordinary where absolutely every single person has a varying degree of superpower. Mm-hmm. And it's weird if you don't have a power. So what world would you want your powers in? So for me, I'm going to answer my question and your question. Hmm. I, m- one of one of my favorite characters with powers or abilities, I, w- I was trying to think about this earlier, because I'm a huge anime fan, mm-hmm. so I'm going to jump into the anime world. Yeah, let's do it. I would definitely live in the anime world. That's a world that I could see myself in, especially the Dragon Ball Z which I mm-hmm. love Vegeta. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. So for me, my abilities, it's like a, a uh, like an ascension ability. I love power-ups for you to be able to level up your abilities. Ooh, good point. I've always loved that that like that those those characters when they push themselves yeah. to achieve another level like they it's 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 not a constant level that you're at like you can yeah. upgrade yourself it's like a muscle yeah like it's just one of those things so for me like i said one of my favorite characters vegeta and the world that i would probably want to live in is the dragon ball universe which is universe 7 if yes. i'm correct or they also have a multiverse too. They got into Ooh. that thing too. So, uh, but yes, I would love to got a multiverse. <laughs> Universe <laughs> Seven, Dragon Ball Z. I would definitely have to be a Saiyan. Like, it. nice. Um, I mean, I'm just such a DC fan. Like, it's hard to just not say DC because I mean, if you're in Marvel, right? What was Marvel's rules? Like, everyone's got to have a, a character flaw or something like that. Mm. I mean, I got plenty. <laughs> but uh, you want me to hug you right now? No, um, no, uh, but yeah, DC, DC world would be, I mean, cause I feel like you'd always have, I mean, I guess the Marvel world too, you always have backup, but I don't know. DC's got like Superman to back you up and be that beacon of hope. And plus, I mean, I've, I bet you can have a hell of a good night in Gotham <laughs> <laughs> again, teleporting to the bars. Well, I mean, yeah. And Go to Metropolis, get like a nice dinner somewhere, and then it's like let's head down to Bloodhaven. Oh yeah, you'll catch Dick's ass. 
<laughs> Dick's ass. I love it. Total side note. I think uh, it's it's been like announced that he has like the greatest ass of the Bat Family. Oh yeah, it's been commented on. I, I'm pretty sure it's DC wide. Ooh. Oh, it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't yes. they, Didn't they do a cover of like all the Bat Families and like. Nightwing was like doing the typical girl pose, like the Black Widow pose where he was facing back with his ass or something. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, I got lost in Dick's ass. Yeah. But also one of those worlds where you get sponsored as a superhero where you can make a lot of money and not have to worry about rent. That would be, oh, that'd be great. Teleporting and not having to worry about great. Is there, is, Jesus. <laughs> is there, uh, is, is there any kind of like sponsorship like that in DC? I know uh, Booster Gold in the future, he's kind of like a sponsored yeah, hero. Yeah, I love the Booster Gold um, character. I'm really glad that they're making a movie, serious movie. Hmm. Uh, I think that was part of James Gunn's big announcements. Cool. Um, oh, yeah. He had one of my favorite stories in the Justice League uh, cartoon that... Enlighten us. It was like a big event was going on. The Justice League had to handle it. Like I, I believe, was it titled The Greatest Story Never Told? That sounds like something Booster Gold would be involved in so he was in this battle but he got like knocked off somewhere mm-hmm. and this event thing that was happening that he had to handle while this other big event was happening but nobody knew about it i meant like explain who booster gold is oh because i don't think a lot of people know who booster gold is he's just uh i believe he's a character from the future mm-hmm. hold on are we Ooh, i'm looking at dick's ass oh. <laughs> hot damn putting that up on the from what i know anyways uh which i could be wrong but he's just a a, a like a failed hero mm-hmm. from the future that comes back in time to like i guess what was it to try to do things to he was a custodian at a superhero museum oh, in yeah. the future and he came across uh i forgot the name of his little robot Basically, skeets skeets yeah skeets kind of like a is. ghost from destiny in a way yeah and with skeets he was able to travel back in time and become a hero because he already knew what was going to happen so he could be at the right place yeah at the right he time. did know all the events yes that is that is right but he was doing it for popularity yeah he was doing it because yeah. he felt like a failure he was just a custodian he wanted to come back and be this this big hero and he always teamed up with uh the second blue beetle ted cord like that, that always seemed to be like a team up for whatever reason. Yeah, they got some pretty good stories out there with Ooh, those two. Yeah, I think they they eventually did a story with um, Booster Gold. Ended up with um, God. Speaking of time travel, earlier DC's big time traveler Rip Hunter. I think they had Booster Gold like in a team with that, and it it was so fitting because again he went around saving. Oh, I don't think I read that. He's one. like you know saving the world, saving the timeline, all these mm-hmm. things, but no one could know about it. And Booster Gold's his whole motivation was trying to become this popular, mm-hmm. awesome hero. Mm-hmm. So for him to be forced to take on this role of like saving everything and not people not knowing about it, like was kind of an interesting touch. So if you were, if you were to be a sponsored superhero, you would want people to know about your, your battles. <laughs> Maybe not all of my battles, like not my like inner demon. <laughs> oh man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like if I'm fighting like some cool villain or something or, you know, that, that <laughs> asshole that keeps kicking the lights over on Harvard. I want people to know about it. In, in, the, in uh, the DC world, like, you have, like, the metahumans, uh, and those are, like, people that aren't necessarily, well, not exactly um, 
you know, they're not created just from science experiments, but they're kind of like mutants in in a sense. Yeah, I mean, so that that's a that's a big part of this whole powers conversation, and and I know not everyone got to answer everything like that, so I won't go too too far into it. But I mean, we do have to think about the idea that. You know, there's people that get powers because they're aliens. There's people that get powers because of genetic mutations. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think in the DC world, they're, they're meta humans. And I think that's kind of just been chalked up to like, mm. like genetic mutations. Or yeah. I think, I, I guess people like the Flash who got their powers from like an accident. There's a lot of that. Yeah. In the DC, they're all meta humans. I think they did do uh, a story where they basically discovered that the government was creating a lot of superheroes Ooh. through genetic manipulation. I feel like the boys kind of expanded on that too. Yeah. Um, you know, that story came out after I stopped reading comics all the time, but I was kind of like getting like little snippets here and there of it. Cause mm-hmm. it sounded really cool. Um, cause I think a lot of people like turned on like even Superman and stuff like that. Cause it was like, Oh, you were just created or something, you know, and like black Adam, I think was taking in a lot of, people that were being outed as just created. I think Firestorm was outed as just being created. And Oh, yeah. Like, there was a lot of... I mean, I don't know if they kept it in canon or what, because, you know, comics reset whenever they want. But um, It created superheroes are weird, but uh, who didn't answer as far as, like, the, the world? Oh, the, see, uh, I'm sitting here listening to you guys' answers, and, you know, I like that, but there's plenty of assholes in this world for me to, to fucking tear ass into. Like, I don't think I need to go anywhere, like... Give me a power and set me loose in a world with no powers, and I'll fuck everybody up. <laughs> but and see, by that, I mean like save the planet, of course. Like, yeah. But having fun along the way. Mm. But like, I, well, you're gonna be a big target, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, bring it on. That's that's the whole point. Me with powers against a world without powers, I I love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, there's plenty of stuff too beyond just litterers and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, like <laughs> blood diamonds and pollution. In in your research, did you answer the, the what world would you live in? Right? Oh yeah, mine would be DVD. Yeah, anime uh, world. In the, your guys's research of superpowers and things like that, what weird powers did you come across? I've, there's a there's a fucking few. For for starters, like just watch the boys, and there are a handful of superpowers superpowers that are weird. Like the one guy that has a a, <laughs> a prehensile tentacle, like um, Shlong Wiener. Penis. Grayson. <laughs> See, but do you think it's weird or do you think there's already been characters that can do that, but they just never went to that level? You mean Mr. Fantastic? Oh, yeah, but there's plenty of <laughs> elongated man. Yeah, there's plenty oh, yeah. of characters that, plastic you know. Man. Yeah, Plastic Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The boys we just takes know. it but to another level. Because it was like, it's that's the only part of him that could stretch. It was just yeah. that. Well, I mean, I think that, that goes into like, you took it... You look at I know. You look at um, X Men, the mutant world, which I know is part of Marvel, but I always felt like those. Like, That's when when I said it, I was like, "Oh wait, it is part of Marvel." It just felt like its own isolated. Yeah, universe. I really kind of sometimes wish they did just put X Men on like its own Earth because the whole story about um, discrimination and stuff. Like I don't. Anyway, yeah. um, you know, there's people that are going to be born with a mutant power that's worthless. Or amazing, like a giant dick. But, I mean, it's like the idea that everyone is going to be born with a mutant power that's, like, useful and somehow for fighting crime or being a villain is kind of uh, unimaginable. So, mm-hmm. But I, I, to answer your question, I think I, I saw that there was, used to be a mutant that could, like, eat anything. There, or, or a guy that could melt that, into ice cream. Yeah, I saw that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I was looking at it right now. I was like, which one was X-Men? Ice Cream Man. And yeah. he was a villain. Yeah. <laughs> the one that could eat anything, was his name like Matter Eater or something like that? Like, I'm not he even could, sure. Could, Probably could really on the nose. I just remember yeah. seeing anything? a picture of him like eating like a lead pipe or something. Oh, yeah. He I'm sure there's one of those things anything. where you can, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, expand yeah. it to like, he's yeah. eating the universe. We got to stop name, him. That name sounds familiar, Matter Eater. But, I don't know why. There's cool. there's one uh, I fuck I forget what what universe he's in called the White Flame, and he he's his superpowers are fueled by the cocaine guy. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and I want to say there was a like a Golden Age comic hero that kept a queen bee in his like belt buckle, and that was his whole thing was to like release <laughs> the queen bee, and then the swarm would come and like attack attack the villain or whatever and then at the end he'd collect his queen bee and put it back in his little belt buckle matter eater lad lad it tells lad, me that it's probably lad. from the legion, legion of superheroes noise but yeah there he is eating pipe <laughs> <laughs> never too far from dick uh in, in the dc world i think in like batman's thing there was um the ten-eyed man I forget what his look that one up. I forget what his like his uh, his storyline was and how he's created. But he was created, and he he can basically see through his his fingertips. But one part of the thing that that I looked into said was like it it made scratching himself really weird. <laughs> or wiping? <laughs> how are you wiping? <laughs> then it gets yeah, down, it's on your fingertips. Like I mean, it's covered, but you're still golden finger yourself. <laughs> Get some two ply, man. <laughs> How expensive that is. <laughs> if anybody's looking to sponsor oh, the podcast, <laughs> use <laughs> Do you not want your finger to slip into your this, butt? Use Cottonelle. This is gross. Yeah. Ew, yeah. that's so weird. He actually has oh. fe- eyeballs on his fingertips. They're, not quite, they're, they're yeah, like, Ugh. not at the tip tips, too. Like, if you were to. On the pads. Yeah. Ugh, that's so weird. It kind of triggers, like, my trypophobia. So, this is the thing with, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, like when it, they create a character screen. like that, like how bored were they? Well, what's the? I mean, I guess the thing is like, there's certain powers that get created that work really well for like that story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and sometimes that's fine. But then when you're when you are dealing with these larger universes or multiverses, it's kind of like okay, where where does this person fit in beyond this? I, I was thinking about um, America Chavez. In the MCU, how she can punch a punch her way through the multiverse, mm-hmm. like that's that's a very powerful ability, but also very like uh, niche. And so it's like most of the time in any sort of conflict, like no, no, no America, you could you could stay home. We don't mm-hmm. need we don't need a multiverse portal. Well, she kind of showed that she can kind of dial it back down and like punch, like use that ability yeah, to punch th- through. So something. that's usually what they end up doing is kind of. Like, all right, you, they can use that power for more than just just what it is. Sorry, yeah, they I, give them like like an extension of something else. And then they had her, they had her training with uh, the wizards. Or, oh, good, or, she was training. She didn't need a fucking stupid pep talk, you know, down at zero hour that saved the fucking. Day. I hate. <laughs> I don't like those like plot points. In fact, going back to it, Transformers had a, a moment like that where it's like they were gonna lose, but then one of the characters had a pep talk in the middle of the battle. And boy, oh boy, he pulled through and kicked some ass. And like, you, what if that was you, you a gotta superpower? have that Rocky pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's pretty cool. I used to think of a power where you can. It would be look, Bob Saget. <laughs> where if you just look at someone and give them a head nod, they just immediately do whatever like is their main desire at that point. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Stop half, looking at me. Half the people you look at. Is like, <laughs> and yeah, it all be pervy. We all know what's going on. That, that's what Doctor Strange did to to, to Iron Man. He was like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the head now with Guess the one finger. I gotta finger. kill myself. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. There's actually other options, but yes, I gotta kill myself. Can an event. We're so off. Wait, what are we, what are we talking about? I mean, we're still in powers, no, but you, I don't we're on. Know. Oh, you know what? You know who really cool power was Crazy Jane and Doom oh, Patrol. What a cool fuck. fucking power! <laughs> yes, and the way they did it on that show. Uh, Please, I mean, where do we even start? Oh, my favorite was—I I mean, I forget the name—but the so. Crazy Jane has what, like thirty-two multiple personalities yeah, yeah. or something like that. Each one with a different power, <laughs> and with a completely different personality. And they did it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them, the, specifically, the actress, oh, yeah. ass. Oh, in she that. was so good. Holy fuck, uh, Diana. We'll have to look it up. She was in Orange Is the New Black also. Um, but one of one of the personalities, like her words, would come out as like liquid metal in the air. Just thinking that. And like they did a scene where she like turned, she told someone to fuck off. I think it was like a Nazi. She literally said fuck off. And the words fuck off appeared in the air and then they fly at him and like slice the guy up. It's like, <laughs> or she'd yeah. use him as a, a sword. Yeah. Oh man. And like there was like fire. Oh, there was a teleporting uh Yeah. Fuck. Wasn't what? her name Blink? Yeah, my, my, her name might yeah. have been Blink. Yeah, that was a good teleporter. Diana Guerrero. Yeah. Oh man. Diane. That that's a good path. I wouldn't say that's a power I've won because I wouldn't want split personality. But oh um, man, she had a, just, just yeah. such a cool way. Yeah, to, check out Doom Patrol do on uh, Max. Uh, her yeah, her split personalities are really fucked. It stemmed from a childhood trauma thing, and I'm not going to bring us down by explaining it. Just check it out. Yeah, and that that episode where they really dived into like because her split personalities are like personified in this like other world oh man it's... speaking of doom patrol i want uh flexo's powers where every <laughs> different muscle when once once flexed does something different completely different and so, there's a scene if you guys have not watched doom patrol please please go watch doom patrol if you love any if you even <laughs> pretend to think that season. you like comic books yeah. the, go watch doom i'm gonna patrol. attempt to explain this because it's too fucking good there is a scene in doom patrol where they're trying to get to this other dimension where the bad guy is. Uh, the white space that's in between the panels of a comic book. Bingo, bango. Fucking great show. Uh, real meta at some points, yep. too. And so they needed the help of another superhero named Flexo. So they make their way down to the living street called Danny Street. Right. And uh, he says, all right, prep yourselves. I haven't done this in a while. And he starts flexing. And everyone starts going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're looking at each other, and they realize that he flexed the wrong muscle and made everyone have an intense orgasm. Even the the living street started to shoot off the, the, the fire yeah. hydrant. Yeah, I think the street had a marquee that was just saying, like, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> and everybody has just the, the biggest oh. Yeah. God, I didn't, I could, I, I've never laughed so hard in a superhero yeah. show. Yeah. Other than season three, episode one of The Boys. And I will fucking spoil this for you. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of preface it for a little bit. I think that this scene was inspired by um, people talking about Ant Man could have killed Thanos. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about yeah, he could have yeah. shrunk himself Straight down, up the cool. <laughs> and then expanded him 
and, and exploded him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they have. sort of did that in The Boys season three, episode one, where I think it was like the termite. And he happened to be uh, a gay character, and his lover was like, "All right, let's smoke some cocaine, and then I want you to, I want you to do that thing." So the termite guy shrinks down, goes inside his partner's extra explicit, and urethra. Thank you for mm. being clinical about it, Rudy. And he sneezes because he snorts the coke and expands and blows up his partner. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the and best part about that was um, that wasn't CG. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, the tip, but like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, I mean, he didn't blow up a guy, but the tip where the urethra is is just a giant. Was like a full on. <laughs> they made a giant. Like a tunnel. You know what I tunnel. love about it is that Jesus. is that the company that I work for was mentioned in that show. In that scene afterwards, like the Vought, right, was like, oh, yeah, well, Termite guy, Termite guy is not going to be able to do the sponsorship for Terminex. I'm like, hey, Terminex was mentioned in the weirdest way, following the weirdest <laughs> fucking scene I've ever seen. Oh, and he got crushed at the end of that whole party scene. Yeah, he did. Oh, that that like the that bugged me. Just the idea of like being a, like a shrink down. If, like, if you have a shrink down power, do you, you just that, you end like, it by being crushed? Just yeah. stepped on. It's like you look at like some of the big heroes like the Atom, right? The Atom in DC has had like some big storylines and has done some big things, but like yeah, someone could just step on him. Like if his ability didn't work or whatever. Cuz as far as like shrinking abilities, the Atom's power is very very similar to the Ant-Man in which their shrinking ability is 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 done by uh reducing the space between the atoms, the molecules, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh, so I guess you'd be really dense. Yeah, you'd be you'd be uh, you'd be dense, and you would retain your own you know human uh, strength. Yes. Right. Yeah. So maybe you couldn't just get stepped on. So I don't know why. <laughs> Termite. Sorry, guy. You're getting crushed <laughs> after you just blew up your dudes peepee. Where do we go from there? <laughs> Fuck. Well, um, on a weird road. So Rudy, you mentioned how you'd want to have powers in. Um, our world where you'd be like the only one with powers. So I have a question like Mm. what, what do you think would our world's reaction be to a Superman or just anyone with powers? Our world. Yeah. Right now. This, if it were happening right now, 2023 fear, ridicule and drop the bops. Before we get into that, (laughs) anybody watch the movie Brightburn? No, no. Did nobody watch the movie Brightburn? Uh, God damn it. Put that on your list. Like wait, it's the wait, dark wait, wait. version of the. Is that the one with the kid? The yeah, super, the kid. Oh, okay. I just forgot the name. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, super, it's like Superman Gone Wrong. Yeah, <clears throat> that was a good one. And they they even teased like the whole like league uh, at the end, right in the post credits yeah. or yeah. something. They teased like a Wonder Woman ish character and all that. That was pretty good. How would the world react? How would our world react to a Superman? Someone with uh, Superman like abilities, yeah. light, laser vision, invulnerability. Super, super strength. Mm-hmm. Are we assuming that this person this uh, is a hero? Is he doing good stuff? Yeah, let, let's say he, he appears on the scene uh, doing something heroic. Well, it would be two ways. I look at it like there would be the, the uh, fear. Mm-hmm. Everybody would have the fear. Like you would have those Lex Luthor characters that, you know, that's like the jealous type. And the government, of course, would probably try to 
get their hands on this this being, try to control them in any way. But then you would also have the the worship factor. Oh yeah. So basically, like you would have people that would literally worship that person like a god. So basically, the way that Snyder sort of portrayed his storyline to be is how our world would I really, take it. I really think so. I think Snyder did a really good job with um, that kind of representation. Because, uh, I mean, sadly, and not just in our country, I mean, I think citizenship would just be a question. I, I think, especially if this hero was going around crossing borders and stuff like that, like jurisdiction, all of it. Um, sadly, just from a legal point of view, mm-hmm. and, and, but but then at the same time, like someone with Superman's powers showing up on this planet, I think the fear level of anyone, especially if he establishes himself as a good guy, mm-hmm. anyone that's doing bad things, I think that fear level would be insane. Especially if he established, like, yeah, no, I'll I'll fly to your palace, your your bunker, and mm-hmm. um, you know, take you out, like. It would be interesting, but I mean, I think even I, like, even if they showed up as a hero, I think there would still just be that larger fear of like, okay, but does he stop? Like what, what's his moral compass? Mm -hmm. What, like, okay, he saved this person or he saved the whales or this or that, but. Would he ever sit down with, with press and actually, you know, talk to us or would he just be this, you know, super powered blur just doing stuff and you would have to trust news to cover it correctly. Yeah, exactly. There's so much, but then I've always thought like you would almost need two of them. If you had two of them where, you know, one would keep the other one in line. I mean, unless they tag team or something like that, no, you wouldn't know but that if there sure. was a fear of like, if, as long as you could have someone to take out one, if they go bad, then maybe I'd be a little more comfortable with it all. But I think ultimately I'd be a little, I'd be a little afraid. Oh, I think power, power corrupts. Sure. Yeah, I think power corrupts absolutely. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I think that uh, Batman had a, the right fucking decision to to you know he, what did he say? If there was like a, even a one percent chance that that he's gonna you know play for the other team, then or you know yeah, you got to do something about it. You got to really prepare yourself, defend the world from this one person who could just wreak so much havoc. And I guess we're lucky that he's on our side. Yeah, which uh, I think I mentioned in one of the earlier episodes about. Um, Amanda Waller's That's quote yeah. in Suicide Squad. Just like, we got lucky that Superman was you know, a good guy, but the next one might not be. And it's like, man, yeah. No, we would freak out for sure. Speaking of Superman, if Superman didn't exist until like today, someone created Superman today, would it be eye-rolling for someone to invent a character that just has every fucking power? I think it's still eye-rolling. But yeah, well, yeah, okay. So that answers my question. Like, I, I, I don't eye roll as much now because he's he's like the original one, right? And so it's like, oh, back then, let's make See, a guy that can do everything. Eye roll. It's always been that 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 question. Flex this muscle, you'll eye roll. <laughs> uh, there's always been that question with Superman because even with the animated uh, cartoon and even the comics, like for for years and decades, whatever you want to say, I've heard people always say that they. Certain cer- certain writers in the industry, they say they have a hard time telling a Superman story because he's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think, no, you're trash. No, I'm kidding. I think the word people used to use is like he's vanilla. He's he's vanilla if if you look at it that way. There there are compelling Superman stories, but I feel if you call Superman vanilla 
then I feel you're going to have to look at all the other characters as vanilla because regardless of what happens, powers or not, you know Batman's going to come on top, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's the goddamn Batman, right? He's mm-hmm. Batman. So w- with that question said, it's just one of those things. It's it's the creative way of how you write it in there. You know, like how you would write Superman to be triumphant or what is it that he has to get over? It doesn't have to always be like a doomsday type character that comes into play. Like I was just thinking that his 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 villains. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be somebody like that. And 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 how does he go around uh one of my favorite s- scenes is in the uh, I believe it's the Altar Altar All-Star animated Superman scene where he was running around in the prison as Clark Kent, but he had to do things to 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 not show people that he's Superman. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's there's things like where he had to like stomp the ground to cr- create you know like a crack in the floor to drop down. Um, I believe the villain was Parasite that was in that prison that was going around. So he had to do things cleverly to try to you know like stop this situation that was happening. So I look at the situation like that, like. You look at a character, uh, like even Dragon Ball Z, like Goku and all these other characters, like they're these powerful beings, but you have to write them in a way to not their powers and abilities, but to kind of show who they really are. Like they're the the hero within them. Yes, you know, Superman is, is all powerful, but he's not the most powerful character in the DC universe. Like mm. there's... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, like if he wanted to, Superman mm. could. Like it's just demolecularize. De- help me out. Demolecularize. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just one of those things. Like I, I just feel as as a like you know a, a comic book fan, a movie fan. It's it's you as that that writer of that thing like you have to come up with clever ways to to show you know the threat and, and it doesn't have to be a muscular threat you know when you have Spider-Man you know he yes he's Spider-Man and there's times where he's battling um people in the city but he's fighting people but then he has to save people at the same time and that's a compelling thing that I've always thought of like when you write a Superman story like they they always say you can't have a Superman video game because there's no point Mm. so I'm that person that's always like no you you can have a Superman game but he doesn't necessarily have to have life you know abilities like let's say you're fighting Doomsday in a city but you have to take out Doomsday, you know, for example, you can't destroy a certain percentage of the city mm-hmm. and you have to save this 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 many people, you know, or if not, you fail the mission and then you have to restart. It's not like you cannot necessarily come up with a Superman game. It's just how you write this character in these situations. It's like if he doesn't have life, okay, throw that away. What else can we come up with? To make this game compelling enough yeah. that people are going to want to play it like an Arkham Knight. Mm. 
I, well, and uh, to use Diablo as an example, they've added some side little events where not only do you just got to kill like 30 demons like mm-hmm. you used to in Diablo 3. Now it's like kill 30 demons while keeping these three people alive. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, what? No, I just I just want to blow some shit up. Uh, <laughs> right? Fuck off. But uh, but now that I see like, oh, I got to try to keep people alive. It makes, yeah. it makes it a more interesting game. But what's interesting though is like the example you gave was to make Superman, this all-powerful hero, interesting is to essentially take away his powers or make it so he has to use them so he, like Limit covertly. And Pull I, his and punches, I so to speak. That's kind of the thing. But I do agree with what you were saying, though. I think especially a character like Superman, it to make him compelling is is to have these villains that, yeah, every once in a while you throw in the doomsday or something that's just going to beat the crap out of him. But these villains like Luther that are going to attack his image mm-hmm. or, or break down that, that boy scout, that, that ultimate hero by maybe he can't save everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think Superman, because of all that he can do, the conflict does need to involve that, like saving people that, that, you know, trying, trying to be everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. And maybe he can't, and he has to make those decisions. I think there is a good story to be told with him. It's just not always. And, and it's, you know, I, I mean, I've generally always, when I was buying comics weekly, I would always get both action comics and Superman. And, you know, and they were always pretty good. They were always finding some way to to tell a good story, but not, nothing really super stood out. Oh, yeah. Nothing mind blowing. But but I always loved him in like the, the, the big team up things because mm-hmm. he was the pep talk guy or that guy, you, had, you know, every hero wanted to be because he was like this unfaltering and mm-hmm. but. I always love their the dynamic between Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. Like like what? Like laughter on the outside. Um, to match the tears on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can put it into words, but there there's been some some interactions between Superman and Batman where um, Batman Batman as as much as he tries to be the good guy, he he knows that. Clark or that Superman is is that hope yeah. that that people need. He needs to because there's there's there are moments where Superman is like down on himself. You know, even though he has all, all these powers, and you're right, he can't be everywhere at once. So you know, it's it does uh, I guess plague him that you know he wants to do more, even though he yeah. can do so much. So much. I question like like right now we currently have that plastic ocean in the Pacific that's the size of Texas. Like mm-hmm. Superman would just like heat heat ray that or something i mean i guess you <laughs> don't burn it, yeah yeah you couldn't burn it but he could like scoop it all up and like throw it in the sun or something like that like those are the kind of weird things that like <laughs> the weird problems that we face in today's world that like wouldn't exist right yeah i would want any sort of groups of powers like there wouldn't be a lot of these issues at all right like a captain planet ah uh, you know planet. some of the sweet mullet Spider. that's just saving the earth from us yeah. you know not necessarily people stealing shit it, because when when you were talking about like you know telling a, a bad guy to like stop hurting somebody, it's like yeah, but like to use your powers to really to uh, correct their behavior, like would that be right? Would that be wrong? You know, because maybe they've had would it be helping their traumas? Like that's what you know hurt people hurt people that thing. Uh, yeah, you know, like how deep it would, it would just be like nah stop shooting that person. All right. And then they run off and then shoot somebody else. Like where out deep would it go to control someone's brain to push the thought in their head? How inceptionized would you have to get? Like I said, just make them think they punched a baby to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where you have to get creative with it. Like you have to, 
You have, great to, power. you have to kind of play with it. Like you, you don't want to f- just completely rewrite someone's personality. You want them to find their way, to find the way to the goodness or whatever. Find their way to the right side of of where whatever they're wherever they're going on their own with a little help, a little mm-hmm. nudge. And there's some people that need to be fucking wasted, and yeah. you take those <laughs> you take those people out immediately, fast and in a hurry. You put a little seed in their brain that whenever they think about committing a crime. Two girls, one cup just comes into their vision. And they just get disgusted by just the pure thought of crime. You you give them the, the demolition man where they when they put them <laughs> under in the in the cryo prison, they they gave them a little like, you know, oh, yeah. brain education. Like uh-huh. if they felt they were gonna be violent if they were gonna do something, that something would kick in and, and like Sylvester Stallone's character, they taught him to knit. So he got oh. he got a little violent and he made a fucking sweater like you know and then Love Wesley it. Snipes just he when he, he just fucking can like hack like crazy yeah teddy bears <laughs> Shit, that's one of the greatest movies of all time didn't um, <laughs> Clockwork Orange do that like the main character oh, yeah that was that was yeah, the yeah they held like, his eyes open his eyes and they brainwashed open, him yeah. so anytime they wanted he wanted to commit like a violent act violent act he would become violently ill yeah I'm, I'm sorry yes. what's what's Clockwork Orange uh, <gasps> it's a Stanley Kubrick Kubrick film. Damn, you haven't seen that? No, I've never, I've never is looking for a case of the <laughs> ultraviolence. <laughs> I want to boo this man so bad. No, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, it's shame. I'll, I'll shame myself on that one. Shame. Um, God, I, I don't even know how to describe that movie. It's a good one, though. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's just, a group like, of hooligans with cod like pieces a, and uh, see, you know, singing, singing in the rain and uh, drinking milk. Drinking milk and they would um, rape people. And oh yeah, it was really were they oh, ra- ultra violence, ultra violence. Yeah, just ultra violence. And uh, they, one of them at least got caught. Oh, I'm forgetting the actor's name. And they brainwashed him. It's Ian McDowell, isn't it? The guy from Star Trek Generations who was trying to bring the Enterprise to the Nexus. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, but done in a very <laughs> Stanley Kubrick way, where it makes you feel uneasy because. This is a bad guy, but you kind of feel bad for him because you can't do bad things. It's, it really fucks with your head the way Stanley Kubrick can only do. <laughs> yeah. You'll never listen to Singing in the Rain the same way again. <laughs> oh, no. Like, it's definitely one of those cult classics out there, for sure. So, um, <laughs> moving away from rape, go back. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> yes, please. Um, with the uh, amount of time that heroes have been around with powers and, and I mean, powers go beyond superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. You, you brought up Dragon Ball Z. Obviously there's, there's like the force with, uh, in star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we didn't even talk on like touch on magic, which exists oh, in man. like DC, magic, in Marvel, mythology, ma- you know, all the, that stuff is yeah, the God given powers, like endless. wonder woman and stuff. Um, is there room four new powers like we, we before the podcast we were talking about um stanley before he passed had mentioned how he came up with some new hero that with a power that no one's ever seen before is i mean yes obviously there's more powers to be invented but is there room for because i do look at especially in dc where you have superman that has everything mm-hmm. and then you have a character like green lantern who i love but he can create everything mm-hmm. and like you have batman who's like the ultimate non-meta human yeah like anyone else that's in like that comes up like someone already exists or someone already does it that can do it better or they can do it and more like is there room for a yes new hero? there is room yeah. uh, um i don't remember what the the event happening 
right now, like in the X Men universe, but it's a, uh, it, it could be like sins of sinister or something like that that that's going on. But anyways, uh, uh, Mister Sinister, who is one of my favorite uh, X Men villains or Marvel villains, him and Doctor Doom are like up there for me, anyways. But so he's creating these. Uh, there's a mythical, uh, mythological being that's called uh i believe it's the chimera that has like a you know like a snake tail yeah, head of like a lion a, yeah 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 i always so thought that'd a, be a cool name for like a secret organization sorry to interrupt yeah. go for it but so sinister found out a way how to evolve mutants into giving them five abilities mm. and it can't for some reason plot device they can't go beyond five so he created this this like uh uh mutant that that has five abilities and they've and they've been um going around the universe like i think it started in the here and now but then it went like a thousand years from now because uh uh moira mctagger however you say her name sinister created all these 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 moiras and when they die, the universe resets, but only Sinister knows the knowledge of, of what happened because mm-hmm. he's trying to conquer the world and the universe. So every time he fails, he would kill one of them and then start all over because he knew <laughs> these abilities. But X-Men has always been, for me, one of those uh, places in in the comic book universe where these these characters' powers have, have always been evolving. Like, they've always, you know, had, like, these Omega-level mutants. And with this day and age, I do feel like you can have another character that has the same ability as, as somebody else, but you can make it better. Like, yeah, there's like, definitely deviations of existing powers. Yeah, there's, there's all the deviations, and I feel Der- like it's the world... Derivatives? I don't know where it's continue. Bossa Nova? <laughs> Cas- Casanova? Chevy Nova? Chevy. <laughs> Supernova. <laughs> Cowabunga. Says no, I was about to say Cowabunga. Cowabunga. <laughs> continue. But um, it's just that creativeness of, of that ability. Like we've seen, you know, so many times people find an alien ring and they get abilities. In the anime world, you have the Giver. Like he, there's this unit that comes from from space, and it transforms his whole body mm-hmm. into this this bio unit. And then you have something like a Generator Rex, or even a oh man, what's his name? Ben Ten, mm. whose Omnitrix. I freaking love that cartoon, by the way. But his Omnitrix was just, you find out later on in the series, that his Omnitrix was supposed to be a universal, uh, like, translation device. Like, you could turn into these different aliens, and then you could be able to, you know, talk to, to people in their in their language. That's what this Omnitrix was. But he used it as, you know, he's transforming into all these different aliens, of course, with different powers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, like... That's pretty cool. S- such genius level of a way to 
evolve something that we've already seen countless of times. Like I always think about these stories and all these movies that we watch. They're just a cycle of stories that we've already seen or, you know, love stories. You have a crime, yeah. you know, revenge, but it's, but it's how do you come about and, and explore a new avenue in this ability or this power or, you know, my wife died, but now I want revenge. Like there's, there's, for me anyways, I just look at it. There's, there's always room on that bookshelf of Pantheon, you know, to create new things and new abilities or even new ways to look at things. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Actually, while you, while you were talking, I realized to answer my own question, like I love Green Lantern and there's a million of them and there's mm-hmm. what, five six human green lanterns and they're all very very different so to your point yes there are ways to have literally the same powers but just done different enough and and told differently and and obviously you put a different character a different person behind it exactly and you get uh, a whole nother story same thing like the and kind of to go into the next a next uh talking point is like the bat family you know, they all have their different personalities, but how they go about being a Batman or Batwoman or Robin, you know, the three or four Robins uh, is five or six or, uh, you know, yeah. or just is it com- depends which canon and what time is completely different. But also um, we because we've mentioned Batman a handful of times. Do you consider be Batman Batman to be a, a superhero? Uh and that, that leans into that like it's the super, super suits. It's a super thing, right? Yeah. Super suits yeah. would be another, like, I guess, form of power, but. Like your um, brains of power, like fucking Iron Man's thing is like I'm smart enough to make a fucking mech suit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Batman. You know, he's. I would. I would say he's a superhero. I mean, even though he doesn't have powers, I think they've touched on. He might have uh, precognition or something mm-hmm. like that. Or I think they just recently did a story where it was revealed that. But I don't think that was like a permanent thing. That was mm-hmm. just specifically. But for no that one told him because he's like, oh, I thought I was because I was a. Like, because I was just Batman. Yeah. Um, My so parents like, are dead. This is what peak <laughs> performance looks like. <laughs> uh, oh, no, like, I consider him a superhero just from what he has been through and what he is because he's just that, 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 that character that like for me, my favorite Batman has always been like that year one Batman, where he's like the MacGyver Batman. Mm-hmm. I wish we got to see more of 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 that. Like, I like who he's e- evolved into. You know, everybody knows him as as that guy that needs that prep time, uses his knowledge, you know, of everybody, mm-hmm. and he has that contingency plan. There's always something in his utility belt, whatever the case may be, but. I've just always liked that 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 year one. I got myself into a situation, and you got to look around. How do I get out of here? And to me, that qualifies him as like a superhero because he's just that guy. And once again, he is rich, <laughs> but he has all this money to really rich to create all these. He's Gizmo's really a, rich. He's a, he's a really you got, man. Batman is really I'm rich. Right. In the words uh, from Dave Chappelle, 
from the Chappelle show. I'm rich, bitch. So to your point with Batman, one thing I've always thought would be interesting, and going back to my previous point about like these heroes with very niche powers, I always thought it'd be kind of cool if Batman kind of had a list of like maybe some of these pow- these these heroes that do have these like very specific powers and mm-hmm. like called on them, right? I feel like Batman would be that kind of hero. I mean, I, Batman would probably try to do it himself, but I feel like certain times it'd be like, no, no, no we need we need this person specifically mm-hmm. to to like fight this one thing and. So DC DC just came out with a comic book a couple weeks ago called City Boy. So speaking of like new powers, it's this kid uh, that can listen to the cities. <laughs> and I remember we joked about it a lot because it's like what man, a cool the, power. The stories that a city could tell. Uh, but like yeah, what, at Doug? first, <laughs> uh, you know where to find the good hookers. Um, <laughs> but do you think the cities have a personality, Doug? Well, I mean, so I've read the first issue right before we started this, and it seems like they do. And it was kind of cool because this this kid's like basically kind of living on the street. So the city was showing him where money was like that people had dropped or other things that people had dropped. Is it a specific city that he's he's in? in Metropolis. Metropolis. And but, you know, it word has gotten around like, hey, this kid can find anything in the city. You know, they don't know that he's talking mm-hmm. to the city, but mm-hmm. the, being able to talk to the city has allowed him to find anything in the city. And so, again, it's just like, man, when I heard the synopsis of just like, oh, this guy can talk to the cities, I haven't, it was instantly jokes. It was instantly like, man, what <laughs> like what good is that other than, other than just weird stories? But to see it used this way of like he can find anything and then, and then ultimately they revealed that he can kind of control the mm. city. Like he was punching people and like the the bricks and stuff were coming up and mm-hmm. hitting people and stuff too. But is it a, so then in, in that whole thing, it is, is it established that the cities are sentient? Yeah. So Ooh. I think it's set up um, like, you know, some evil scientists was, was trying to say that, yeah, the city's fucking evil science. I know. Right. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, this scientist was going to sell this machine to uh, a group of, you know, rich developers and everything like that. And then this kid happened to be, you know, in the basement when they were firing up the machine and like the fucking kids. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's a good example of, yeah, like a power that I never really never thought about. And an interesting power. It's a new power. And you know, I don't know if his story will go beyond this series, Mm. Uh, but you know, it'd be kind of cool to see him pop up in a justice league. It's like, we need to know what Star City is thinking or, or, you know. But it's also maybe it's like too powerful. Like if someone's missing, it's like, I don't know, bring in City Boy. You know, I thought of, you know what I thought of too is like, you, you know, we're talking about powers, right? Meaning like extra abilities, right? Super abilities. Like when I think of like the X-Men, it's like, yes, they have the abilities, these abilities. But then, you know, Professor X, I can't speak. But then Professor X is like, cool, cool, cool. Let's weaponize it. And so we're going to train you how to fight. So there's like this whole sequence of like, you got to learn how to fight. Then if you're going to use your power, not just yeah. using your power, but you know, in, in a, in a fucking battle. So like when we're talking about like fighting crime, we're just reliant on our power because none, none of us know how to fight. I, I can go to like the jujitsu place down the street. <laughs> Montage oh, slap box. I mean, we got so much more. We could talk about power. So I, I think there will definitely be a follow up episode Wait, at some point. I do have, so did have I, I do have one thing. <laughs> no, but I wasn't going to bring it up. I was going to wrap it up. Um, so I've always had this idea for a person. I don't know who. Like I haven't, I haven't really fully fleshed this out. But they will wake up one day and they can heal. 
they can heal other people, they can heal themselves. I thought of that. And like they so they, you know, oh shit, I can heal and they reveal themselves to the world like immediately. Like, oh, yeah. I can heal you, I can heal you, and then the fallout from oh, that. Yeah. Like as we're discussing, you know, you know, superhero worlds and DC and Marvel and that stuff. But I like having stories set in the real world where it's just that one person that pops up with an ability. Like, what do you guys think of that? Like like, like, what would you do if, if you woke up and you could heal anyone or you could heal yourself or you, know, you could just cure anything? Like, would you- I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're in, the, in the show Heroes on NBC? Yes. Um, there was a character. He uh, turned out to be like the bad guy who could heal but also could, you know, kill people. Did but- this character also happened to be the same person from a clockwork approach <laughs> it is uh my god the guy's everywhere uh yeah it was i think it was played by him and i i when i said earlier like that i did think of that because uh you know we have i'm not gonna break it down but like you know we have friends and family that maybe aren't healthy and and you know whether it be like a bad back or whatever thing they're, they're ailed with you just wish that you can just lay hands on them and heal them, and then they're fine. They don't have to do deal with any medical shit or whatever. I think I am a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if that person were to wake up today, like you see all these things where people travel, you know, the world because there's you know some some person that has the healing hands, or mm-hmm. there's some healing waters, you know, or something, and then you see lines and lines of people, but. I feel honestly like if somebody woke up like that, that person would be a threat to people's money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Big to the pharma. world, to the world. So I immediately see that person in danger. And if they were to bring themselves forth to reveal themselves to the world, and they started doing it, and it was real, mm-hmm. that person's gonna have to fight for their life for oh, yeah. so when, when i when i put myself in that position when I, when I thought about like what if i had the ability to do that and immediately i thought of just my immediate family uh and i was like well if i had this ability and then didn't use it past my immediate family you know it's a whole with great power comes great responsibility what i said on stutter on that with great repa- well can't get it out with great power comes great responsibility um you know then i would be squandering it you know and it's like fuck it I had these things and I could I could use it, but then I don't. I'm kind of an asshole, you yeah. know. Then you live with that burden of not using it. But you'd also be spending your entire life using it. Yeah, because yeah, the you would, line never would be out the door. But and I, I would stop. question. Sorry, I would question if the world would. I mean, really, with anybody, if any sort of power showed up, like, would the world become a little bit lazy, irresponsible? Like, hey, I can eat whatever I want, and this guy can mm-hmm. heal me, or I could I could live this lifestyle. I could jump off a building, and you should watch Extraordinary. Oh, should I? Yeah. <laughs> they kind of they touch on it a little bit. But um, I I wouldn't come forth with my abilities. I And yeah, it would mean that I would be taking people's fates and their lives in, in literally in my hands. And I, if it were me, I would try to get to know them in some, you know, covert way. And yeah, I would have to determine whether or not they deserved it based on my, my, my judgment, mm-hmm. which, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of sounds wrong because it's like, well, who are you to, to blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Whatever the fuck anyone else is, else thinks, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's I give a shit about what I think, and so yeah, I would try to you know determine whether someone deserves See, it. See, but I feel like if you, because by the real quick, because by the way, it wouldn't be like, hey, how you doing? I'm gonna heal you. You would just have to bump. Let's you know the power would just be like you bump into them, and they're like, oh, I, 
my God, my am healed, whatever. It's a miracle, whatever they want to think. They don't have to know it's me. That's yeah. just, they just have to touch them secretly in public. Like, I already do that, but then I get to heal yeah. people? It's cool. <laughs> see, see, but I feel like even Not if you did start all. with your family, just like how everybody, you know, tells people certain things, you know, and and word gets out, I I I feel like if if your family knew somebody, they would be like, oh, I have a brother that, and then it'll eventually spell it. But again, spread, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't reveal it, you know? It would, oh, you would just do it secretly. Yeah, I would just touch my family member without them knowing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? And then I would heal them. Yeah. But I would never reveal myself in public. I think if I had the ability um, and I was letting people know I'd have it, even if I didn't need to do it, I would still do the Mr. Miyagi like. <laughs> really time. do it up. Every time. <laughs> but, yeah. but also like a good angle, I think that you could add to that character is when they do heal somebody, does it, does it weigh a toll on them? Oh, like the Green Mile? Yeah, like if yeah. you take something from them, does it affect you? Like, does it make you, oh, no, I got to take like a nap or something like that? Like, I can heal maybe right, like so five people, but but I literally take that from you and my body has to digest it, it yeah. in a way. And then spit it out in a swarm but of weird now, flies. Like, I'm weak. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. Like, or even all, like it just, it takes your, your life force to. To heal someone and like how like where like do you the draw Jedi. the line? I mean, yeah. If you want to put the caveat on that, then yeah, where I would absolutely need to figure out who the fuck deserves this shit before <laughs> I spit it out in some weird swarm of flies. Yeah. Um, Can you heal inner demons? You know, yeah, you would be able to because it's chemical imbalances, and yeah, I'd be like, ding, I had to touch your face, <laughs> and now you're happy. That why not? I would like immediately just set up a, an office and be like, all right, next, get in, sit on the table, take your pants off, and let's, and let's get to healing. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. 20 bucks and strokes my ego. <laughs> Tops up, pants down, and you're healed. <laughs> the face up, ass down, or, sorry, face down, ass up clinic. <laughs> let's put a bow on it before it gets any fucking weirder. <laughs> Hold on, one final question. Why, why are all the electric superheroes black? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because they're most electric. like, electrifying characters in superhero entertainment. <laughs> okay, let's put a bow on it. Uh, you guys, once again, we are the Hype Attack Podcast. Check us out on at the Hype Attack on Instagram and TikTok. If there's thing, if there are things that we've missed, things you'd like us to talk about, because in the world of superpowers, there's so much to talk about. Then hit us up in the DMs or a comment section. Yeah, this is an easy one to continue in the conversation. Like, please let us know what powers you like, what powers you would want. If you love us, you would. Um, keep the conversation going, everyone. Bye. So, so, you know, put your superpowers away for now. Let's check back in next week. Same hype time. Same, same hype channel. channel. Hype attack. <laughs>